It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Santana into the windup. The payoff pitch on the way. Swung out and missed. Strike three. He's done it. Johan Santana has pitched a no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, football Friday on the fan. We've only got a couple more of them. A couple minutes after five, the Eddie Scazzeri, a little perky today on a Friday. I understand good for you. And across from me, his name is Al Vincent Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. I got to tell you, this NFL is something else. Just when you think you know what's going on, you they know pull nothing. a fast one on you. This Bill Belichick thing is so stupid to me. The Falcons are losers. Raheem Morris, huh? Yeah. See you in the playoffs. Oh. Never, Falcons. You would think. No disrespect to Mr. Raheem Morris. but No. But I thought we were getting Kirk Cousins and Bill Belichick in Atlanta. Yeah. Guess what? Uh, you'll be 7 and whatever. 10. Tell you what, who's very Good nervous. Good luck. Who? Uh, Brian Dable. Yeah. Mike McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else might be on the hot yeah. seat when the season begins? Correct. I mean, all of a sudden, I mean, if I'm Brian Dable coming off a bad season, you go into year three, you get off to a bad start, and he's looming, and you know that the owner loves the guy and would love to end his career where it started. Uh-oh. Right. Correct. Uh-oh. You're right. Go go ahead and let's pull another one of those giant one and five starts Ooh. or two and six starts. Man. Well, good for Giants fans. Well, yes, that is very true. Bad for Falcons. If you're a Falcon fan, just shut it down. If I'm doing sports talk in Atlanta today, I might shut the station off after today. Well, you can't do that until you see who their quarterback's gonna be. I might be they do have a good defense. They do. And they do have baseball down there, Jerry, so I guess they could talk about Yeah, the Braves only, like, win the World Series. That's a good point. Exactly. And the the division every year. The Falcons are losers. That's it. Arthur Blank clearly has no control over that franchise. Rich McKay, that nerd, thin nerd that I knew from back in the Tampa days, Jerry, he's running the place. Good luck. Man, the Bucs got to be thrilled, right? The Bucs are going to win that division every year. I would think. The Bucs are going to win that division every year. Year. Yeah, Maybe the Saints that. one year. I don't know about that. Panthers, losers. Falcons, losers. So, so where two let's other see teams. here. So Atlanta, boy, Bunch they don't draft till eighth. Eighth. So it's not uh-huh. even like they're in that top three. Yeah. So, yeah, I I don't know. I, they, it's so weird. <laughs> it is bizarre. That one, I mean, you knew they interviewed 14 or 15 people, but I actually did think that he was going to end up there. This was going to be... The year of the cool Cat. coaches being moved around. <laughs> no Vrabel yet. No Vrabel yet. No. no Pete Carroll. No Pete Carroll. No Bill Belichick. Right. Yeah. So Vrabel end up with, there's two jobs left, Seahawks and Commanders. That's it. Or I will tell you, you know, I thought there were two coaches that made big mistakes after they were let go in this town. Eric Mangini and Rex Ryan. 
that both jumped at jobs. Like Mangini jumped to Cleveland, which was an awful job with no quarterback, and he didn't last very long. And Rex jumped to the Bills, who I don't believe were a very good team at the time, as opposed to maybe laying in the weeds a little bit, find the right spot. So while I agree with you, I am surprised that Vrabel hasn't been hired anywhere. Belichick has gone nowhere, and Pete Carroll, I guess, is not going to get a job. At least in Belichick's and Vrabel's case, maybe they sit and wait, and they actually get a better spot next year. Like, I can make the case if Bill Belichick ends up with the Giants next year, that's a win for everybody. That's true. So I do agree, though. It's it's very odd that they weren't picked up. It's a loser move by the Falcons, but it'll be to the benefit of the Giants probably. What will be very interesting next year will be the way the schedule shapes out for the Giants. Because I will tell you, I'll give you a couple of their non-division opponents yes. for next year. Love it. And the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> loss. In Cleveland. Probably a loss, unless Deshaun Watson's playing. Win. In Pittsburgh. Now, not that you can't beat the Steelers, but better off be having that game at home. Yes. they got to go to Pittsburgh. They are in Atlanta. Okay, that's well, that should be a win, Giants. right, the way you're talking about it? They have to play Tampa. New Orleans. So they're basically playing the NFC North and the NFC South. Okay. They get the Saints. They get the Falcons. They get the Bucks, But they also get the Ravens and the Steelers and the Browns. So it's going to depend on the way. And I guess that means the Bengals they'll get, most likely. I mean, the Giants haven't gotten off to a really good start in a long time. No, I – and <laughs> yes. And they got to go to Seattle. So if they end up with a schedule – that's because again, I said this all summer. I thought their schedule was balanced poorly front side to back side. And I think if you reversed it, you win games early. Even if you're not as good as you might think you are, if you win games, momentum and confidence is a lot. If they would have started five and one instead of one and five, even staring at those tough games in the back end, at least you go into those games feeling like you're on par with them. Man, if you get. If you're top-heavy here again, like you open with the Ravens, then you go to Cincinnati, and, I mean, good Lord. And you know you're getting the Cowboys early. That sure. always happens. Oh, yeah. You're going to get the Cowboys. You're going to get the Eagles. Who I mean, I know the Eagles are down right now, at least the way the season ended, but they've never beaten the Eagles. All of a sudden, it's like, Ugh. Yep. Holy cow. Hmm. Yeah, so you know what? I was annoyed when I walked in here because of the. I thought it was just a bonehead move by the Falcons, but now it's good news for Giants fans. It might be. And that's what we care about here, Jerry, on WFA. Well, it's win-win because either he's going to be here or Dable and the Giants are playing well. Correct. Good move. Good. So, Jerry, I'm loving this Positive Friday vibe. Positive Friday. That's exactly right. Positive Friday. So either Brian Dable and the Giants are rolling, 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 and that's good for business here. Or, or here comes Bill. Bill Belichick shows up. To finish his career. Right. Oh, baby. Yeah. Get in, get one of those old giant starter jackets like he used to wear. <laughs> I know he's into the... Uh, you could do that. You know, everyone's always like, get those, uh, get the cut-off sleeves on the hoodies. No. Get that old Giants red starter jacket that, that I see him in. That was ugly. Yeah, but... My brother had the blue one. Much nicer. Yeah, yeah. Underrated, the white one. Yeah, you got to be careful with white jackets. Though. Those get filthy quickly. You're right. But the red one was ugly. You drop one piece of food with ketchup on it, and you're finished. True. That is true. So I then, did, yeah. what do you think of this, Jerry? I don't. I feel like this doesn't happen a lot. Dan Quinn is meeting with the commanders next week okay. in their division. That's an interesting... I kind of feel like that doesn't... That's a coaching job. Yeah, I kind of feel like it doesn't happen, though. I think it happens more than you know. I don't know. Bill Belichick left the Jets and went and signed with the Patriots. How'd that go? 
Well, that was a villainous move. Well, whatever. I Very mean. Very villainous. <laughs> that did happen. That did happen. I think it happens more than you think, hmm. to be quite honest. The, the head coach of the Panthers just came from the Bucks. actually. Oh, same true. division. Good point. <laughs> what up, y'all? It's your boy, Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I was here's what I didn't want a good coach going to the Panthers because they that whole organization stinks. Well, I guess the theory with Canales going there was he was the offensive coordinator in Tampa, got a lot of the Baker Mayfield. He was in Seattle with um, Gino uh, with Gino and got a lot out of him. And I guess the hope is now you can do the same thing with uh, blanking out on the what's the Panthers quarterback's name, Bryce Young, that they can elevate his play okay now. that's the idea from what i read i don't know i saw some other guy but uh, that's a buzz no buzz no buzz move yeah that's a no buzz. doesn't excite you yeah again you're a panthers fan the season ends all these yeah. big name coaches are popping up and you end up with dave canales right not exciting whoever that is jerry exactly I think you were probably more excited to have frank reich when the season yes. began because you saw what he's done as an assistant and were hopeful that he could get that team going, and you gave him what eight games? Yeah. So right now you have the the commanders' job head coach, Seahawks' job head coach. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. So the Seahawks. Those are the only two. Yeah. That's left. So the Seahawks dump Pete Carroll and have no game plan. I think the game plan was Dan Quinn. Oh. But they haven't hired him. Maybe because when they asked him in the interview, what the hell happened in the playoff <laughs> game where you embarrassed yourself? Perhaps that conversation didn't go well. He went. Eh. Next question, please. <laughs> Dan, this isn't a press conference. This is an interview you must answer. I got to be honest. I have no answers. I mm. don't know what happened. Bad day? Man, could Micah tackle someone? Yeah. <laughs> Ready just throws all his players under the bus. God. I don't know what those guys were doing. Yeah. They were all out late the night before. That's what I would say. I, say. Read, I read one thing. I don't know if it's true or not. I read one thing where the Cowboys changed their defensive philosophy for that game. Well, if you did, burn that philosophy. Like, you know, we've gotten this whole season successful. Let's change it up this game. I don't know that that's true, but that was one thing one of the reporters said. Yeah. Oh, my God. They changed it up, Jerry? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. What can I tell you? (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, I don't know, Jerry. I'm looking at this uh, NFL season coming up, and there are just certain divisions just... and The NFL season coming up, you mean the next one where we haven't finished this one yet? Yeah. Okay. 2024. Got it. And like the Falcons, no matter what <laughs> they locked in on the Falcons. I am because I'm just thinking eight games in. Unless you're six and two, everyone's gonna be furious that you hired Raheem Morris. You're a hundred percent. I think if you're a Falcon fan, you're very upset that Belichick didn't get the job. I think. That having been said, when you do step back for a second and you look back at a lot of their losses this year. They lost many games because their quarterback play was... I mean, Desmond Ritter made so many bad turnovers in key spots in winnable games. Games they were winning late. Games they were down a score late. Bad turnovers in the red zone. I really do think they're better than you're giving them credit for because of the way it finished. I don't think they're that far off from potentially winning that. I mean, they weren't that far off. What did they finish? A game out? Game and a half? Two games out? Not sure. 
So, I mean, the Bucks won it at nine and eight. If I had to guess, I would say the Bucks were eight and nine. You I mean the uh, I Falcons? I'm sorry, the Falcons, yes, of course. That could be. Let's see. NFL standings, right? Let's... All we know, Jerry, is Arthur Blank wanted Bill Belichick and that Rich McKay, that weasel. Falcons were seven and ten, not eight and nine. Seven and ten? Seven and ten, yes. No one wanted them because they're all nervous in that front well, office that then, they're gonna lose then their jobs. You have to blame it on Arthur Blank then. I do. Because he's the owner of the team. If that's yeah. what he wanted, then damn it, go do it. And if Rich, you don't like it, then you get out. You hit the bricks too, Rich. Yeah. What's his name? McKay. Rich McKay. Yeah. I mean, he's another. Arthur Blank's not a young man. I'm sure no. he wants to see a winner. I get it. Yeah. But, you know. Hey, Raheem Morris was a failed head coach with the Bucks, but he has been a great coordinator and a great assistant coach. Perhaps the second time around, he learned a lot. I mean, he's a good coach. But I'm saying, like, even he's put in a weird position now because when you, when you get a new job and mm-hmm. you're going to you don't want to be like under the microscope immediately from the fans who think, who know you were the second choice. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Second choice of the fans and the owner. Correct. Oh, absolutely. Well, the owner, <laughs> the owner wanted the other guy. Do you think the front office down there in Atlanta is having a party at the cheetah club tonight? <laughs> we, we we get to keep our jobs. Bill Belichick's not coming in to smack us around. Perhaps. I will tell you, it's quite selfish, though. That is, Very that is selfish. Not, that is not putting the organization first. Self-preservation. Yeah. We'll Listen, see how I it works the out. Same thing. I know you would. I'd be so, If I was working in the Falcons for all office, I'd be like, Bill Belichick's coming. He's oh, 72. What are we doing here? He's a pain in the ass, I bet. And that. And that. Because you know he's coming in with his whole staff. Yeah. Or his own people, I should say. They'd just be mumbling in the hallways, be like, oh, uh, you got to meet with Bill Belichick. No. Yeah, I know. Uh, now I'd be like, who Bill. is it? Now Raheem Morris? Okay, cool. We get to tell him what to do. You think we've been the here uh, Atlanta media is happy? No. That they don't have to deal with Belichick? No, I actually think that they had all these ideas for stories that is going to be great. We get to cover a legendary coach, Belichick, all this stuff. And now all those stories go right in the toilet. <laughs> I'm sure some probably started writing them already. <laughs> right. They're already like when you start writing obituary obituaries for old dudes. So when they die, you just, whoosh. who does that? Oh, they do that. Jerry. Really? The failing New York times. Well, that's sad. I think they have, have like, you written yours yet? No, no, no. I still got some time, but like, I mm, let's try to think of whose obituaries are already written. That's terrible. Like, do you think Warren Buffett's obit? He's ninety three. Yeah, his think- his is ready to go. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's not good. He's got a lot of life to live. His is ready to go. Probably uh, Joe Biden's really old. He his ain't ninety three. His is probably ready to go. But he's not ninety three. Yeah. He but Joe Biden could be alive another twenty years. Yeah. So that's a big big waste of an obituary that's that you pre wrote. I mean, my goodness. Did you ever see that um, SNL skit back from when SNL was funny? They did. Uh, which was when, 1988? Oh, well, Dana Carvey was on it. Okay. Because Dana was Carvey was doing his impressions of Tom Brokaw, which mm-hmm. used to be great. Was better than yours? Uh, yeah, because my, <laughs> mine is trying to do an impression of Dana Carvey. Oh. Holy hammer. <laughs> and they did this thing where they were making Tom Brokaw record all these deaths mm-hmm. because he was going on vacation or something. Like, what if these people die when you're on vacation? And he'd be like, oh, Gerald Ford was mauled by wolves. <laughs> you know, they're trying to get every... Death possible scenario. scenario about Gerald Ford. Yeah. So that's what I think. That really are. sounded hilarious. <laughs> if, I'm not doing it justice, Jerry. It's very funny. Oh, my God. All right, let's take a break because uh, Al's going to continue to do impersonations here. Holy Homer. When we come back, 
We'll get into Kayvon Thibodeau for a couple of minutes, I'm sure. Plus, Al will give you his take on the Knicks, who beat the Nuggets last night by a lot. Pretty big story, actually. Do we have cool games also, Jerry? I haven't looked at so, the schedule. Here's what we're going to do. We are going to do cool games. Oh, okay. With a little bit of a wrinkle. Ooh. All right. That kind of cool? Do I have to get my music ready? Or yes. should I not get Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. We're still, we still have oh, two okay, games we're going to do, and then a little wrinkle at the end. Okay. Is that fair? Two games with a wrinkle. I like it, Jerry. All right. So we'll do all that next.